What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Sons of Legends. It's your boy, Art Dog, here with your homeboy, MJ Gunner. What it is, what it is, it's time to talk about the wrestling biz. How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Definitely. And oh, we yeah. got the homeboy, Sam Spade, here, Reverend Real Shit himself. Sam, say what's up to the folk. Oh, we about to get in, motherfucker. Let's go. We, we definitely about to get in. And make him a third co-host. He's here every week. Uh, almost. <laughs> I mean, hey, he got a friend in me. Yeah, he does. I, I understand that. But uh, we're going to try out a new format this week. Uh, we're going to break it, break the show down into three separate segments. Our first segment that we're going to talk about is the week in wrestling. Uh, and this week in wrestling was a really good week. Um, first... Uh, let's just jump into Extreme Rules, bro. Uh, it started off with Cesaro and, ta- and uh, Shinsuke winning the Tag Team Championships from the New Day. How do you feel about the new team, and where do you think they're going from here, Sam Spade? Well, I kind of sort of really, but not really, think that they're going to lose because somebody on Twitter said something about why is all the black like a lot of the champions WWE are like non-white. Well, they still got a non-white champion because they got two foreigners as champions. Yeah, that's about to that, say. That that's true, but most people are gonna look at Cesaro as a white guy, which is kind of fucked up. But that's how they're gonna look at it. I mean, but they still got Shinsuke holding the other part of the tag titles, right? Which makes him a non-white I'm so, person. I'm so mad about how they doing Shinsuke, man. I, and when you think about it, Shinsuke and Cesaro should be like a power team. And he should. Be. I'm glad that they're getting this. You know, they're a pretty formidable tag team, in my opinion. You know, they're fresh, they're fresh blood in the tag team lineup. You know, they're always together, but they're always having singles matches, and now they're a team having tag team matches. Well, without, I mean, Sami Zayn kind of started the stable, mm-hmm. and without Sami Zayn, you needed something for him to do. Right. But but they shouldn't be a team though. Why not? Both of them have the capability of doing a great single run on their own. I believe that too. I believe Cesaro is one of the most overlooked wrestlers in WWE. I keep saying it. Cesaro works the best in the tag team. He's in the top three overlooked. Easily. Easily top three overlooked. Easily. I keep saying it. Cesaro works the best in the tag team. It's been like that his whole career. Kings of Wrestling. The bar. Now Nakamura Tyson Kidd and Cesaro. And now Nakamura and Cesaro. I think that he was the best in the tag team. What? But that but that doesn't discredit the fact that he can be a great singles wrestler. That's what I'm saying about Big E as well. Yeah, see, with my thing, I saw Cesaro's potential as a world champion when Randy Orton went on that stint when he was champion where he was fighting everybody that was going to be his opponent and he fought Cesaro on SmackDown. I saw Cesaro's star power then. That was years ago. I don't know. Something's just not clicking with Cesaro as a singles competitor. And I'm telling you guys what it is. He doesn't have a specific dialect. His accent is like nobody else's because he speaks seven different languages. I promise you, if he went, I promise you, if he went to AEW or Impact, he'd be a champion in three months. I, I, I can concur. I think that he would too. But I'm just saying, I think that when he gets on the mic, 
Nobody can relate to the things that Cesaro can do. He's stronger than everybody. He's smarter than everybody. He speaks more languages than everybody. Who the fuck can you relate to? Yeah, I guess that is a good point. Then don't say, then don't say nothing. Just go out there, beat people ass, get the pen, and go back you to the locker room. You have don't to. say shit. You, you have, have to. to. You have to. We made a statement on this show. Mike skills are important to getting over with the crowd and everything. Mike, I mean. No, no. Mike skills are very important. But silence is one of the best Mike skills a lot of people don't use. No, I, I mean, we haven't seen that since, like, Jake the Snake. And to be completely honest, I mean... Wait, 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 time out. Jake the Snake being silent? Yeah, he was more of a quiet type. But that's what I'm saying because he didn't speak loud. He didn't yell at you. He didn't get angry or any of that. No, no, that's not what I mean. I mean for Cesaro, go out there, whoop ass, go back. That Don't means that shit. means that he needs a manager. I just want to say because people are just well, gonna people are just gonna watch you wrestle. You know every. You know, every night, you know, and then you're not connected with anybody on the mic. I mean, I'm sorry. It's just not the way it is. I mean, not in the WWE. To be fair, to be fair, but like the first third of his run, Goldberg didn't say shit. Yeah, but that was different because Goldberg was built in a way where he avoided the microphone. He didn't want to say anything. But I like this Cesaro that came out tonight that got right in Michael Cole's face and said, see that? Actions speak louder, and I'm tired of talking. Yeah, I get that. So then he needed he need to follow through with that and make his promos to a minimal. And yeah. just let his N-word, N-word, do the talking. But he, but he can't do that in a tag team. That goes, that goes back to my original point. Why are they a team? Why are they a team? They both can do great singles. Now I realize they need tag teams. I realize that, you know, but... But you got to think, Shinsuke had the worst IC championship runs that we've ever seen. In U.S. Uh, people forget it was U.S. The worst? the worst? One of the worst. Okay, one of the worst. Yeah, he had... It might, it might be the worst in the modern era, but I can think back in the old school days that had some really bad ones. Like, real bad. I mean, yeah, they did, but we're talking about in the past 10 years. I'm sorry, I'll be 40 this year, youngin'. Meet, hey, meet. I'm I'm around your age. You know I'm up there with you, so I can remember everything that you can remember. But I'm saying, like right now, Shinsuke had one of the worst IC title runs in, in modern history. I can agree with that. I can roll with that. Yeah. And and as far as him being what he was in NXT, those days is gone. When he when he changed it, I think I believe the biggest mistake that they made was changing his music. He turned heel, and you got them them guys on the outside still trying to sing along and be the, happy yeah, with it. Yeah, see, that was the thing. Everybody could sing along. Everybody had a common ground with Shinsuke Nakamura with that song. Well, and then when he changed it, now we don't know the words. We don't know when the beat starts or whatever. And then he went into this low blow. Like persona. Well, he's a heel now, and that's cool. You can be a heel and still be the Shinsuke that we remember. Cut out the fucking Michael Jackson dance moves down the aisle, and you can still be Shinsuke because nobody really wanted to hear him talk to begin with. 
he never really talked about anything. That's true. So but on the same token, you can kind of say that about a lot of NXT superstars that went up to the main roster. Well, you know, there's a whole cemetery filled with NXT superstars that got screwed it's over. Dead. <laughs> a whole cemetery. Realize, anyway. Yeah, but um. I think that this could be good for the tag team division. Yeah, I think too. they needed it. I think the New Day has been dominating the division. One of the Usos is hurt. You got the other one hosting a fucking karaoke thing. Fetch faces in the tag team division. I can get behind that. Don't start. You know what I mean? So this could be good for the tag team division. Hopefully... I mean, we haven't seen Otis with the money in the bank. Where's he been? I would love for him to cash in on a tag team so we can get another element of money in the bank. I am 100% behind that. Me too. I am so behind that. That would be like like literally game-changing right there. Exactly. And that could keep him face. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If, he ta- if he cashes in on Cesaro and Nakamura, who are both heels, and Heavy Machinery cashes in on them as face team, it will keep them face and uh, give them a new thing for they for they could do money in the bank. And if eventually it could maybe lead to a tag team money in the bank. That'd be great. All right, uh, Bailey Doe straps against uh, Nikki Cross. I'm not gonna lie, I missed that match. They did a lot to make Nikki look good in this match. She had most of the offense off and everything. Yeah, hey, I gotta say one thing, boy. They was utilizing that plexiglass tonight. Man, like them people were just getting slammed into it tonight. They was using that plexiglass, I'm telling you. Yeah, they were. But uh, Bailey retains. Uh, they did a, a slick-ass move because I didn't even see when Sasha put the rings on her hand. Yeah, I missed that part, too. But then they, they showed the replay, and then they saw, and then they, uh, we saw it. Bailey hits her in the stomach with the rings, and then hits that, that, that finisher of hers, and then yep. that's it. That uh, headlock driver. Mm-hmm. Which I which I love. I like that move too. Uh, one thing we were talking about while the match was going on was when Bailey hit the Bailey to Belly. Um, when when a superstar gets a new finisher, they act like the old one just doesn't work anymore. Well, you know, it's not the finish of the match anymore. Yeah, that's true. I mean, but that's what happens though. Look at the Rock. For a while, his finisher was the Rock bottom. Then it turned to the people's elbow. I still don't see how that's believable, him pinning somebody off of that. Well, he usually does the rock bottom, people's elbow, elbow combination. Yeah. But. He, he does, but there's been times where he'll, he'll do the rock bottom, they'll kick out, he does some of his moves and just do the kick leg, and that's back in the match. But I, I'll take it back for you, Sam Spade. Remember when the rock's finisher was the shoulder breaker? Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> and. That mug used to work, and he used to use it regularly, that shoulder breaker. And then all of a sudden, it just he just, just turned into the rock bottom. It's, then the it's shoulder ironic breaker just because the super kick is literally probably the most overused move in wrestling history. Hands down. Not even yeah, a question. Definitely. Everybody does it. But for some reason, when Shawn Michaels does it, it feels like a finisher. It feels like they spent that meter in the game. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Everybody else has it as like a signature mover at best, but at worst, a whole B move. 
Even when Dolph right. Ziggler uses it, and it's his finisher now. Well, he kind of adopted the Shawn Michaels gimmick to a degree, so he, I give him that. I mean, so I, he, I, he, I he, like he that. He went through the whole process of fucking stomping in the corner for the sweet chin music. Come on. Yeah, he does. He does. He, like, emulated it down to the tuning up the band the whole night. But, uh, that's, that's while, funny. That's funny shit. while we're on it, uh, Dolph and Drew McIntyre, because uh, Dolph said the stipulations when he got in the ring after they announced it, he said that it was extreme rules only for himself. And if Drew McIntyre got counted out, he lost the belt. If he got disqualified, he lost the belt. So it was a regular match for Drew and extreme rules for Dolph, which I think was smart because it gave Dolph Ziggler a chance to look believable in winning. Because to be completely honest with you, I was having, I was struggling to why this match was happening. I mean, Dolph's had one win in 2020 in a singles match. I could not understand why he was getting a WWE title shot. I feel like the reason they gave him the shot was because they had to have Drew McIntyre in a storyline. And nobody has history with Drew McIntyre except Dolph Ziggler. I wasn't a very big fan of the story, to be honest. I think it worked. I think it worked. It was, it was a pretty fire match. You it know, was I a liked good match. I just didn't I like the storyline. I liked it. I felt like uh, Dolph had a, a viable argument, basically saying that Drew McIntyre was stuck in limbo, and Dolph's the one that brought him to Raw, because he was in limbo after Andrade injured his shoulder. Um, dude, that, kick, wrong. That, that, dude, that kick to the nuts was fucking brutal, though. Right, right. <laughs> that shit was brutal. Oh, like, oh my God, I hope he's not the inner thigh, like the butt cheek, because that shit, like, it hurt, bro. And he took some chair shots, too. Yeah, he did, and that, that, that uh, going through the table off the turnbuckle was pretty cool. You know, Dolph does the elbow drop off the turnbuckle, and that famous throw on the floor. Yeah, that, that was, was a, awesome. It was a good match. You know, I can't even deny it. Which I still say, Dolph is probably one of the best sellers in the business right now. He can make a simple finisher look devastating. When he did that kip up Claymore, that shit came out of nowhere. Man, you saw when I posted in the group, perfect timing. (laughs) And that that was one. That was a perfect time move. They had to rehearse that at least four or five times. Or something, because that but was that shit looked too clean, wasn't I'm it? Get, I'm gonna kip up here and then go right to the Claymore kick while you wide enough for the super. Oh man, that shit looked so beautiful. Yeah, it so was fucking dope. beautiful. Props to him. Um, well, let's get into it, bro. It's time to jump into it. Y'all been y'all y'all just can't wait to get into this one, King. Sasha Banks versus Oscar. Woo! Great. First match. off. First off, Mother Nature tried to stop us. As soon as Sasha Banks' music hits, our electricity goes off. Stupid storm, I swear. I would just... Why do you hate me so? <laughs> like, it's like she can just feel that I'm getting excited to watch this match. Her up power's out. Yes, yeah, so we relate to this one. And it came, it came right back on, but we had to start everything back up, <laughs> wait for the Wi-Fi to come back. Anyway, yeah, it was a great match, you know, as I thought it would be. I was so excited. This felt like a for real 
WrestleMania style big match. I mean, it was a huge match. I mean, Sasha Banks and Oscar were both both looked pretty uh good going into this. You know, yeah. like they both had momentum going, and it felt like a legitimate title match. Pops off to them both. Yeah, because they built this the right way with with Sasha and Bailey having the tag team titles, fighting the Kabuki Warriors on Raw. Uh, Oscar looked dominant in the match, even though Kyrie Sane took the pit, mm-hmm. took the uh, fall. You know what I mean? And then Asuka hasn't lost any singles matches because she beat Bailey the week before. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, just going into this, will they both be champions? Won't they both, won't they both be champions? It was just, that was just perfect, man. I love this match. And then um, the match gets going. Of course, awesome spots. Great things were happening. Uh, I, I thought Sasha hurt her knee at yeah, one it point. Looked, it looked bad. It looked bad. She, I'm surprised she didn't hurt her neck or something, man. Oscar was German suplexing her out of her boots. Like, those were some nasty ones. Nasty. And Oscar uh, goes to German suplex her off the top rope. Sasha does a black backflip and lands on her knee. And then she hits her with the knee, and then she goes up to the second rope and slips off of it. Yeah, she she fell. You saw that. But uh, in the end, uh, Sasha uh, tries to use the belts. The ref catches it, um, takes it from her, turns around. Oscar goes for the green mist, and the and Sasha ducks, and she hits the ref with it. And then Bailey takes the ref shirt. One, two, three, new champion. Puts it on and counts the three count for Sasha Banks. Now, I mean, nobody, hold on, Matt. I know you want to go. Just, no, we're letting Sam Spade take the lead. Do, I have to because you, you have to have a rebuttal. Sam Spade, right. how do you feel? All right, Matt. All right, Matt. What? So you, my, you know you're my dog. It counts. I didn't pay for you to say nothing. Well, you said my dog. No, my dog. My Mm -hmm. home. That does not count. (laughs) It pains me to say this because I love Sasha probably more than you do. That's not true. Don't try to pull rank on me on this show, Sam Spade. I am the Sasha Spade. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm not talking about some you know stalker shit. I'm just saying as a fan. You know, what, you, what you do in your private time, I don't mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, but go ahead. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's right. Respect the elder, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> it pains me to say this, but it does not count. Simply because if we're going by WWE logic, a wrestler or manager that ever puts on a referee shirt and a count of three, it never counts. I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree wait, with wait. you because there wait, are three wait, wait. instances. Not, I, no, I have examples. So you roll. Have examples. Now, I've been on the show enough to where you both should know who my most hated wrestler of all time is. Hogan. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Even he got quote unquote robbed at WrestleMania Nine when him and Beefcake won the tag titles when Jimmy Hart. Oh, wait, he's a manager. He don't count. Never mind. But did they take the tag titles right back from them? No. Exactly. Now, here's the three instances where it did count. 
when Paul Heyman counted the three for RVD. Uh, wait, he wasn't a manager then. So but what? He wasn't, he wasn't a, referee. a referee. He wasn't a referee. No, he wasn't the ref. He, I said wrestler or manager. He wasn't a manager then. But so he, wasn't, he, wasn't he wasn't a referee. ref. Now, Austin winning the belt from Sean when Tyson counted the three. Uno, dos, tres. Tyson wasn't a manager or a wrestler. He so was what? an He's enforcer. He's the not the ref. Is, the reason why Bailey would not count, the reason why this title reign would not count, is because Bailey's not the referee. That's the gripe here. Okay, I try to be nice about it, and I, I gotta cut you up. I try to be nice about it. <laughs> I try to be nice about it. First of all, how do you think Bailey snatching the ref, ref um, shirt off and putting it on makes it a, a legit streak out? I can explain that. That's first and foremost. The ref's out. Somebody's got to count the three. Wait, wait, wait. But before I go there, let's back it up a second. Who blew the miss in the ref's eyes in the first place? Oscar. Okay. Exactly. So that should be a disqualification is what you're saying? Yep. Well, too bad. It wasn't. He didn't ring the bell. I didn't ring the bell. He blinded. Well, that's too up. bad. I'm just saying. People like to say that she wasn't the no, ref, so it shouldn't count. No, I'm saying this. If, if you're, like, you get blinded, your fucking ass is not going to throw up the fucking sign and ring the bell. You're going to be trying to hold your ass. That shit hurts. Well, it's not that's like she's the first, well, it's not like that's the first referee to get taken out and then not call for the DQ, Sam Spade. That shit it's, don't stop, bro. <laughs> that's yeah. a All common tactic. Is, there's going to be some bullshit on Raw tomorrow night, which is what they wanted us to do to watch Raw. But as of tonight, night. Sasha Banks is champion. I will die on this hill because it is true. She's got the belt. We heard the bell ring after the match. The music played. Nobody came out to stop them. Sasha Banks is like champion. As long as you're willing for the asterisk behind it, I'll shut up. Hey, I'm just saying. Is so many instances in my mind where this happened, this exact same thing, and people were okay with it. I can't be biased and not be okay with it. I mean, I didn't say it was clean. I'm saying. I didn't say that. But look, when when Sting won the belt from Hogan, Bret Hart counted the three. He wasn't the ref. You know what I mean? When Austin won the title, he he was. Uh, Tyson wasn't the ref. When RVD won the title. Paul Heyman was not the referee. I'm just saying, you know, no, it was not a clean win. Yes, there's some debate, but at this point, until somebody tells me differently, Sasha Banks is wrong. I just said when when Sean won the belt in the Montreal Screwjob, Vince was yelling at them to ring that damn bell. Right, Heather didn't call for the bell. Vince did. I'm just this saying. Guy, this you got to keep that same keep energy. Keep that same exact energy. I'm just, and by the way, you know, I think that it's just, but this point we just get a rematch, Sasha and Oscar again. You know? Oh, it's going to be some bullshit on Raw tomorrow night. I'm and I can't now. wait to see what's going to happen. Me too. I can't wait to see it. I cannot it's wait to be see it. Because as of right now, Sasha is on Twitter flossing. She should be. She's uh, Sasha uh, Two Belts. She's Banks. She's Two Belts Banks right now, Art. Two Belts Banks and ba- and Bailey Doe Straps is running the game. <laughs> I love it, Twitter love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. I really do. Twitter is the new K-Fade. 
I mean, counts. It's Just a saying. it's a two man. It's a that two. It does. It does <laughs> count. Oh, no, you no, can put the no, asterisk no, next to no, it all no, you want no, to, Sam Spade. It counts. Sasha Banks <laughs> is walking around with the Raw Women's title because technically she pinned the Raw Women's wait, champion wait, 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 tonight. Wait, hold on, hold on. It counts. So you're telling me that because she's walking with the belt, that means it counts. How many motherfuckers over the course of wrestling history have had belts that they didn't, they didn't win or earn? Did a lot. Did play. all these people pin the champion? Did all these people that stole the title, did they pin the champion to get the title? Did they? Or did they just come up and take it? I need to reiterate. Apparently you're not getting it. No, he's not going to get it and he's not going to listen. I don't want to hear I love, it. I love Sasha Banks more than you do. I doubt it. No, I don't. You're a little creepier, but... I don't want to hear that, Sam Spade. I am not a creep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fucking with you, But real shit. That was not legit. It is. But it's, but, but, but it's going to be some bullshit off of that tomorrow night. And but, the whole point was but, to get us to watch tomorrow night. But the question is, do you think she's going to be able to keep it? I do. No. No. I do. She'll be off the fair square tomorrow night. I'll bet you. No, it's going to be some kind of bullshit tournament. And Sasha's going to be in the finals, and she's going to win because of Bailey, and then that's why she's going to get the fucking... Or they could just rematch it. They could just run this match back, which is what I would do. They get my ass. Uh, if they run it back, that just proves my point, and then what you watch Raw tomorrow night. Well, it's a good tactic to get us to watch Raw. Okay, now, Sam Spade, you always have the news. Do you know what happened to Apollo Crews? The who? Apollo Crews. Because he did not defend the U.S. title against MVP like he was supposed to. MVP came out and basically just said, I'm the U.S. champ by forfeit. I think he might have called COVID. That's what I thought. But I didn't I know. I think he might have called COVID. They said that it was because of an injury that he sustained a month ago. But at the... But he's wrestled since then. Right, right. He has. He has. We all yeah, but, but think about this. You know, WWE has stepped up their testing game because of how AEW clowned them over the shit. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to speak on that, but that's what happened. You mean, we're all just going to assume that it's COVID every time somebody goes down now? Well, I mean... No, I don't want to assume it because I don't have the full facts. I'm just making an assumption here. Right. But, you know, the time... It is in Florida. They are in Florida. You know Florida. I know. Florida going Florida. I, Florida I'm shit not, is I'm not, a, I'm not a religious person, but I'm very spiritual. All my positive energy, all my people in Florida. Florida is literally the cesspool for COVID. Get out. Right now. Like, go. Far right away. fucking now. Get out. But, uh, MVP just deems himself the U.S. champ. I guess it's true to Apollo Crews comes and says otherwise. I'd like them to repeat history with this one. I'd like Apollo Crews to show up with the belt, MVP have a belt, and they do a Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon style ladder match. Now that'd be cool. That'd be cool. As long as the winner gets to keep MVP's, MVP's belt, because that belt is dope. Well, it ain't going to be a ladder match because MVP a little old. I think he can still compete in a ladder match. 
Nah, he might got a few couple flips in him, but I don't think he want to risk that shit. No, it mm-hmm. might be a table match. It's not, not like he's match. like some kind of old man or something, you know. Well, we gotta put, we gotta he's, have a way to have he's still both young belts enough. on the line. A, a good way to have both belts on the line. The ladder match. That worked. It worked in the past. You know, they work now. Sean and Razor, they both had the exact same belt. Yeah, it's true. When they hung, when they hung them up. Um, but hopefully, I mean, hopefully ain't nothing really serious wrong with Apollo Crews. Yeah, well, if any, yeah, we wish him well and everything. So. I hope it's not you, but that's a, based on what I heard so far. Okay. Um, eye for an eye. The most surprising match of the night. Because I came into this match thinking, oh my god, another one of these gimmick matches. Why? But it was actually really good. I thought it was really good. Rollins and Mysterio put on a great wrestling match, in my opinion. That was a pretty good match. I gotta say that Ray is like a fine wine. He just keeps getting better, dude. Most definitely. I have had my doubts about Mysterio every single time just because he's like older. You know, he's one of those guys that you feel like should be close to retirement. But every single time he gets in there, he has like an eye-opening match that makes you go, damn, Ray should have a title run. Like Ray is pretty awesome. And he straight did that shit with Seth Rollins. And they did no gimmicks. They just had great acting. Right, and that was that was uh, one of the things that I was kind of worried about. The whole gimmick thing. How are we going to show the eye? And how are we going to explain the eye get ripped out of his head? But luckily, you know, it's just Ray's holding his eye saying, you know, it's out, it's out. And then they call for the belt. Right, and then uh, Seth Rollins turns around and starts throwing up. <laughs> yeah, he sold that. Completely sold it. Like he just could not stand what he just saw. <laughs> Sam Spade, what do you think? Well, the match was interesting, but I have a question for the both of you. What? When was the last time you saw a match this promoted and it delivered? Uh, the Boneyard. Probably, yeah. Boneyard match was the last time something was really put on the forefront and everybody was anticipating, not knowing what it was going to be, and then it so delivered. Mm-hmm. So that brings us to our next question. What has been the number one competitor to the WWE in the last four months? Number one competitor in WWE in the last few months. No, four months. I'm being specific here. The last four months. Yeah, it's got to be between... I think I, I feel like he wants us to say, say Seth. Seth Rollins. I mean, it pretty much has been Seth Rollins. I don't know, Randy's kind of a close second. It's Randy, Drew McIntyre, Seth Rollins, and Sasha and Bailey. Yeah. Those are like the top wait, people. Wait, wait, time out. Y'all understand the question? Yeah, who's the who's been the best competitor in the last four months, right? No, I said who has been the WWE main competition in the last four months. Oh, AEW. I didn't hear him say competition. AEW. Oh, yeah, AEW. 
You're both wrong. It's been COVID. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Hearing these out of the box questions, man. No, I'm being dead serious. COVID has made WWE step their game up. That's because true they because you adapted when the shit hit, and they adapted better than. WWE did, so they had to set their game up. That's true, and the only other people that stepped their game up besides WWE has been the UFC. Yeah, I get that. Yep. You know, they, they, they had to. They had to adapt to what the COVID was uh, was doing. You know, it was... and and I think the whole thing was when COVID hit, they had put so much into so much into the Boneyard match already. Mm-hmm. That they didn't know where to go from there because they knew that they were going with AJ and Taker, but then COVID hit and they're like, "Now what the fuck are we gonna do?" Yeah. Yep. So they so that's when they had to they improvise. And now with this match with Seth Rollins and Rey Mysterio, they improvised Ooh, again. We, I can't wait to get to the last segment for my real shit. We going. We going. But okay, um, we go. I want to talk. Uh, I I really don't want to talk about the swamp match because I'm tired of calling those matches. I they're more like just stories. Mega mega barf, bro. I liked it. I hated it. It because to me, what I got out of it is it was basically showing everything that Brian did for Bray was to get him to this point and he's not acknowledging it. Now it's showing everything that he wants in life could be taken from him in an instant. He wanted Alexa Bliss. It was taken. He wanted to be on his own. Now it's being taken. You know what I'm saying? I really liked it storyline-wise. And I'm hoping that this gives us a new Braun Strowman to go off of because Braun always said that The Fiend was every, every evil part of him is the fiend, and he doesn't want to see the fiend for real. Mm-hmm. And now he has to face the fiend. Yeah, I get that. I hope it's leading to Brian and the fiend. It definitely but is. I, I didn't care for this match much. I'm kind of over. It's not the, a match. Kind of over the movie thing, you know. That's what. That's my problem with it. I'm tired of them calling these matches because they're not matches. Because you think wrestling and it's not wrestling it's at all. Movie, right? Watching the movie. Sam, you got something to input on that? I mean, it was fun, but we've seen it kind of already. You know. Yeah, because this was com- completely different from the Firefly Funhouse. But, no, it, it was, but at the same time, it's kind of like, you know, they're trying to make movies and shit. Yeah. And it works to a degree. You still got to make the movies right. Not, not just that. On the fact, not just based on the fact that, the, you know, you got wrestlers, so it's going to be okay because you got wrestlers. You, know, you got to make the shit all right, you know. But you have to have an ending. Personally, yeah. I think the movie matches are being overworked. You know, the Boneyard match was great. And then we've got all got these other ones that haven't been, you know, as great. You know, I, I enjoyed the money in the bank, but that's about it for me. You know? You I, like I think they're kind of overworking the movie match. It makes it less special when you see it every pay-per-view. I enjoy them. But anyway, um, I want to talk about Slammiversary right fast because... 
Um, we had some bombshells at Slammiversary. Woo, did they get some pickups? Uh, EC3 is back in TNA. Heath Slater or Heath Miller, I think he's being called. We had uh, Deanna Perrazzo winning the women's title, the knockout title. Now that kind of surprised me because I didn't think Jordan Yay. Grace was done with it. Yeah, I didn't either. Jordan Grace really just got it a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, we had Chris Bay winning the X Division title off Willie, Willie Mack. Yeah. That was excellent. Um, we had um, Eric Young yeah. returning. Yeah, Eric Young's back in And that back. turned the fatal four-way into a five-way because the return person was Rich Swan. He's been injured the past couple of months, and he came back, and he was supposed to be the fourth person, and then uh, Eric Young came out, which made it a fatal five-way. Mm-hmm. We also had... Back. I'm definitely excited for that. They were my favorite tag team going up, and now they're back in Impact, which I think is a good thing. You know, the good brothers, they're there again. You know, I think there's definitely some scores for Impact this weekend. What are you saying, Sam Spade? I'm just waiting for the heat. The heat. That's all I know. Oh, okay. Well, moving on. We're going <laughs> to do uh, top trending stories. Uh, I want to talk about my my favorite story right now. Uh, I want to talk about two things. Number one, the love that Naomi is getting online. Um, I love that uh, Naomi deserves better. It's trending, especially after the match that she had on SmackDown. We hadn't seen her wrestle in a long time, and she ended up jobbing to Lacey Evans, who Naomi is way better than. And everybody got online and started going off. I love to see it. I think with Naomi and, and, and let me try to take my words properly. I can't remember the last time she had like a real marquee match. Uh, it was Saudi, the the super showdown that she did or whatever they called it with Bailey. With Bailey. Okay. Which she lost. That kind of sort of don't count because half the wrestling fans didn't watch that. Yeah, was she well, at WrestleMania? I think she was, wasn't she? I can't remember. I, I can't either. I don't think she now, was. My point is, the reason I bring that up is because Naomi deserves a lot more than she gets. But they haven't put her in marquee matches so she can put herself over like that. Like, I don't remember that she fought Charlotte. I can't stand that I bitch. think the last... great, but I can't stand that bitch. I think to everybody, the last big thing that Naomi was really in was the Royal Rumble when she came back. Mm-hmm. And she had that little standoff with her, Bianca, and Charlotte. That was like people's dreams come true. That was every wrestler's wet dream. Yeah, but they killed it. They did, immediately. Which yeah. is good. Well, that's because I think Jay or Jimmy got a DUI again. Well, that's what I was saying. Naomi deserves better. Yeah, so which is let, true. Let, let, me speak, let me speak on the fucking Usos real quick. These motherfuckers will be where the fucking New Day would be if they keep fucking up. Well, it happens. I mean, you gotta you gotta say 
I mean, you could say the same thing about the Hardys. They'd probably be more prestigious than any other tag team if Jeff wasn't fucking up all the time. I mean, the Hardys are one of the most prestigious tag teams of all time. Not without the bumps in the road. Yeah, but they're still revolutionary, though. And so are the... And the Usos still can be if they just stay on the straight and narrow. But, but my thing is, like, there's been key points in their career where they want to upswing... Some dumb shit happens, and then they just like lose on a die. True. And that's happened more. That's happened more than once. It, it has. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I love the new day, but the Usos literally like embody that tag team shit because it ain't three. Well, I mean, you know. I mean, they're twins. So, so, but no, my point is, when it was three of them, they used that numbers advantage was more. Akin to the, um, don't tell me, don't, don't do it, don't do it. The free bird rule. I said, don't fucking do it. I had to. We didn't have time to listen to you. Free bird. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's cool, but the Uso is like that actual passing. It's two of them. Yeah, they twins, but they do this shit differently. Yeah. I mean, the Usos are probably the most, you know. Over uh, tag team in modern wrestling in modern WWE. I mean, when they're in WWE's good graces, you know Jimmy and Jerry are always around the belt. At least for the last it few years, revival, they have been. But I ain't shit. SmackDown Live. Either way, you know. um, I want to keep going with the uh, trending topics. Um, August Alcina released Entanglements. Is he milking this for everything that he can? I think so. He did this shit too late, though. What do you mean? He should have just dropped this shit before the fucking Red Table came out. No, he should have dropped it right after. No, before. Not He didn't like, know that she was going to use the word entanglement. I mean, I get that, but all he's doing now is just looking petty as fuck because he's using the word entanglement to try to make a dialogue for yeah, that's true. Not to mention Rick Ross is on the song. Exactly. You're the as fuck right now. He does. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, all right, man. Let's jump into Mad Sag. No, I, I, I take that back. I, I know what? I'm going to be honest. I take all that back. He don't look petty. He looks hurt. Well, he is. He, he fell in love with someone else's wife. And I blame Jada because... She allowed herself to be put in a position where she can be loved by somebody that she knows good for well it shouldn't be happening like Right. That. She knew she wasn't gonna be with him. Right. But I yeah. like Jada one hundred percent for that shit. I mean I know I know a lot of cuckoos out here, you know, on the young me. I got you, I feel you. Shit on, I got you. All right, the one thing, let the, one thing the one thing that I say is they need to keep that pedophile energy with her too. Because if that was Will, a 40, 50 year old Will Smith taking advantage of a 24 year old person with mental disabilities who's, who's got uh, depression and anxiety and all of that shit, they'd have been saying that he took advantage of that girl. But since it's Jada. But, Everybody's making jokes about it. That shit's not funny. I don't see but, him as pedophile. But, That's, but, he, she's 50. He's but, of age. Still, but if, if there was a guy, but, they'd, have, they'd have said that he but, took advantage. But, oh, 
I feel, oh, this shit hurt. <laughs> I feel like they would be more on his case, not because, you know, the age difference, because it's technically legal, but because it's a black male cheating on his successful black wife. Not just that, I feel like if he got with a person saying that, oh, I was, I got with them with the intention of helping her, but you end up fucking her, they would have been dragging him through the mud. Oh, it's going to be over right now. It wouldn't be no bad boy shit. I already know that. That's a fact. It wouldn't be no more Will Smith. And that's fucked up. And I'm always saying, double standard is literally one of the biggest killers in our economy and our society is a double standard. Yeah, that's facts. That's facts. Alright, uh, let's jump into Mad Sad Glad. Um, I'm going to let Gunner start this one off. Uh, something that made you mad, something that made you sad, something that made you glad. Well, I was sad to see how uh, the Raw Women's title match ended. I wanted a more decisive win or loss, you know, either way. It was a great match, and I didn't want to see it happen like that. Uh, I was glad to see uh, Dakota Kai kick off Io Shirai's face at the end of NXT this week. Yeah. You know, she's not going to keep look, getting looked over, folks. She's going to get this title shot one way or another, which I'm glad to see. And I'm bad at the the swap match, man. I, I don't, I'm not feeling these movie matches anymore. Sam Spade, sad, mad, glad. What you got? <laughs> it's time to bring some, some ratings real quick. Let's get All it. Right. All right. Rubber really shit checking in. I'm, I'm sad over the fact that Jordan Grace lost the title. I'm a big fan of hers, but Deanna, do you think, Grim Girl? Do you think? I'm, just, I'm just a big fan of Jordan Grace. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah, I like Jordan. I'm mad over the ending between Oscar and Sasha. Sucked. I'm mad about that. I'm not sad. I'm mad. Both of those women deserve better than that. That's true. Period. And I'm glad. Oh, let me let me crack my knuckles on this one. Yeah. I'm glad that no matter how bad he has to believe it. It doesn't count, man. It does. <laughs> man, we always trying to grail on my parade. She's women's champ, sales babe. Get over it. I promise you it will not go on the history book. I bet I you it will. It... How much you want to put on it? I ain't got no money to gamble. All right. <laughs> Stay in your lane, baby boy. Stay in your lane. All, All right. right. Um, I'm sad that Shayna Baszler is not. She showed up on Raw saying she's ready to throw down and we haven't gotten anything else. No word, no nothing. I am sad about that because Shayna Baszler is... Shayna Baszler and Bianca Belair are the two most untapped potentials I've ever seen. I feel you on that. I really feel you on that. I am tired of that. They are two untapped... When she came came out, I'm like, oh shit, she about to take some shit up. And she like, didn't... Right, and that's that's, that's on yeah. Vince. That's on Vince. Yeah, I'm happy to see Shayna back. I'm mad at Kanye West's rally. What about it? This guy says Harriet Tubman didn't really free the slaves. She just had them go work for other white people. Who said that? 
Kanye West. Doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, the stupid shit people say. I'm so mad at Kanye Especially West, dog. Especially the ones that want to get into politics for some reason. I mean, give me a break, bro. You're this is, shouldn't even be a story because he he missed the deadline to even enter into the political race. Um, this also shouldn't be a story because he's just trying to help his buddy Trump, in my opinion. I don't care what he's trying to do, but he needs to sit down and shut the fuck up and right I'm now. I'm sick to death with these celebrity presidents anyway. We only had one. We don't need another. Exactly. God, that shit. We don't want one of these right. No. Go ahead. <clears throat> This motherfucker needs to be shot in the urethra. Man, and for those who don't know, that is the pee hole. <laughs> Maybe we should have pulled he that said, punch. He said, blow his dick off. Right <laughs> Maybe we should have pulled that punch. He said, blow his dick off. Oh, my God. Maybe we should have pulled Sam that Spade punch. Sam Spade is hilarious, bro. <laughs> but... That shit pissed me off to no end when he's when he got up he got up there and straight start like chucking and jiving and tripping and saying some of the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Look who he's look who he's friends with. I mean, just I mean, look at he needs to be looked at really because every time he does something ignorant, they want to say, "Oh, he's off his meds." Well, get this guy on some meds and keep him on them. Exactly. That shit made me mad to no end. But on a brighter note, I am glad to see uh, North Carolina, a city in North Carolina, uh, they granted reparations to their to their uh, the black people in their city. That was uh, great. That made me so happy to see that some changes actually happened. Generation Z is making it happen. Um, y'all are not going out without a fight. And y'all are fighting and getting some changes done, and I am glad to see it. I'm so happy to see that y'all are finally getting through the motherfuckers and some changes being made. That makes me happy. Because we've had many a generations that's fighting this same fight, and you guys are taking it to another level. So props to the millennials for that. I was getting a little worried when I saw you guys eating Tide Pods. Not us. But you turned out cool. You always trying to you always trying to lump us in with them, not us. That was y'all. No, that's, it was that's, not. That's, that's just part one. You got like a few more parts to go. We still got still got to fight the great fight, but you guys are doing a good job. Y'all are making some real change. Motherfuckers are step in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. So anybody can be pushed. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, um, that's what makes me mad, sad, and glad, bro. Um, that, that, that's not me shitting on them. They did a good job. They did. I just want to see progression, not just stagnation. Exactly. And and things are progressing, and I feel like uh, by the time I'm a old man and my grandkids are going through college and shit, that it will be some real change out here. I hope so. I hope to see the day where equality means equality for everyone. You know? So, yeah. <laughs> Can I speak on something real quick if it's the end? Handle your beers, bro. We still got some minutes left. Why y'all trying to send our kids back to school? What the fuck is wrong with y'all? Oh, oh my, my God. God. Yeah, let's get into it, bro. Dog, there's a report that I've seen on many different sources 
but they want to send the black kids to school first to see what happens. Then send the white kids after a semester or two. Course, it's not it's not even possible to do that because there are white kids in public schools too. True. I mean, it's possible they really want this shit to happen. It's real possible. Let's be one here. I don't think that they can do that. I think that they can try to open schools in black communities and uh not I mean No, no, it's called just sending no tone to the parents, well, your kid can't come to school or your kid can't come to school. It's just that simple. That's horse shit. They couldn't even do that even if they well, wanted to. Well, re- remember, Sam Spade, they weren't asking for black volunteers for this vaccine. Only black volunteers. I know that. This is why I'm low-key pissed about this shit. Come on, bro. We're not it's not guinea- even a low-key. We're not your guinea pigs. That's the, that's the thing. I mean, this just reminds me of the Tuskegee experiment where they were giving people syphilis and not telling them. That exactly. Is- Children my, shouldn't be the guinea pigs art. either. My nigga art. Exactly. You know, children should not have to be the guinea pigs to see how well this is going to go out. But it's not even like that. It is like listen, that. That's what's going to happen. Listen, no, 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 no. Listen, it's not listen, even listen. Right. It's not like that because the kids are not the ones that are going to get sick. The kids are asymptomatic. Their bodies are strong enough to fight COVID. But when they bring that shit home to the elders, then what? That's Actually, what they're doing. Half of that is incorrect. I've seen kids get fucking passed like guilt over that shit. Yeah, if you have underlying conditions, asthma, bronchitis, it's a respiratory disease. So when you have underlying conditions like asthma, bronchitis, which is well known in the black community, we feeding our fucking kids noodles every day. You know what I mean? I, High blood I'll pressure. Let, I'll let you refer to white kids, but... Right, but... When you when you bring it home, that's gonna be the problem because I believe a, like ninety eight percent of the kids don't even get sick from it. It's when like they, having the food. They carry the shit, and that's the problem. That's the problem. They're carriers. That is exactly the problem. So now they're bringing it home, killing off their parents and grandparents, not even knowing that they're doing it. That the grandparents are getting sick and shit from COVID, but. They don't die from COVID. They die because they catch pneumonia. Their their immune system is compromised. I've called it for the last few weeks population control. That's what I believe that it already was in the beginning. Because either they were trying to control the population or they were trying to gain herd immunity. No, they were trying to control the population. So by them killing off... Because remember, there were politicians that were saying they were willing to sacrifice their older generation, but they weren't the ones that were going out. Exactly. I still don't think the kids should be the first ones that had to test the water and how safe it is. In my opinion... That's what's happening. Yeah, in my opinion, kids are actually the perfect ones to test the water because they'll survive. The ones who won't survive are the older ones. The people who smoke, the motherfuckers who have high blood pressure, the ones who have diabetes, and the ones who have asthma, and those type of people are not going to survive that shit. You know what I mean? They'll still get sick, though. But that's all they'll get, because when you think about it, think of every celebrity that's caught COVID. How many of them have been in the hospital? That is a very interesting point that I never thought of. I like that. I'm going to investigate that. That is actually a very good point. 
Cause it's not like they caught COVID and that was it. They had other shit that made COVID ten times worse. Exactly, that's the thing. That's a very good when point. When you see the UFC fighters when they catch COVID, they're just they just got to go in isolation because they're just sick. But they're carriers who can carry it to somebody else. That's a very good. Point. All the NBA athletes that are caught it, all these. But when it gets in a nursing home, them motherfuckers die. You know what I mean? It was a nursing home in Baltimore that declined to have COVID testing for free. And it turns out that out of 45 of their staff members, 30 of them had COVID. Out of like the 84 residents, 50-something of them caught COVID and 30 of them died. That is a very good point. The fuck is y'all doing, government? They, they know exactly what they're doing. The fuck? It's too early to open up schools. In my opinion, too. But if you're gonna if you're gonna send anybody out into the world, the healthiest people are the kids. That's just that's all. I'm just playing white devil's advocate. Don't mind me, cause I agree with you guys. I wouldn't send my kid to school even when they're opening. I'm not sending mine. They got me fucked up. I'm a smoker. As much as I want kids. Not in this world. I mean, you already know. The point being is that, you know, they want to open up kids. I mean, they want to open up schools and stuff. And they want them to go out there and risk everything. But as I said, they still keep everything else closed. My whole thing. Yeah. My whole thing is if you're going to open up schools. Then you need to open up the bars. You need to open up the fucking beaches. You need to open up all these courthouses that are closed. The DMVs. Open all that shit up. Because if our kids gotta gotta suffer with this shit, so do we. Exactly. Let's, let's, think, let's think about that for a second. Let's think about that. You won't open the bars. You won't open the restaurants. You won't open the beaches. But you're opening schools. Exactly. It's too dangerous. It's too dangerous for, for prisoners to stay wait, in the prison wait, wait, cells. Wait, wait. But go ahead and no, send the wait, kids wait. to school. Right. You open up the schools for the kids that are like the most susceptible to catch this shit. What the fuck? You already know. I can see kids right now trying to spit on each other talking about I'm finna give you corona. On some jokey joke shit. On some straight joke shit. Licking, no, going, drinking out of the bar. same soda bottle. Okay. Everybody's drinking the same soda. I'm going to bars. This horse shit. Let's not get on chocolate milk. Hey, but it is I'm what going, it is. I'm going, I'm going to Mars, nigga. This is bullshit. This is, this is the people that they put in charge, dog. I, but, I don't know if y'all ever played StarCraft, but we had to that shit real early. This shit's bullshit right here. Too early for anybody. Keep everything shut down. But I tell you what. control. The first place they're going to try it, Florida. That place used to get in line with Florida go Florida. Because played by different rules, next, Florida. Next weekend, Disney World opens back up. Of course they do. And Six Flags is opening back up and all this other stuff. But it is what it is, bro. Florida go Florida and we're going to see what it do. Can't wait to I was low-key pissed. I was low-key pissed that... I, I can't remember who inside the NBA or the uh, Warriors or whatever they were called. It was um, first take. More, more specifically, Stephen A. Smith. And he shitted on the people who wanted to get out of the bubble 
because they knew what kind of bullshit it really turned out to be. It's gonna be some bullshit, but that's what they gotta deal with. That's what they get paid millions for. So it happens. All right, uh, time I, up, I'm bro. Sorry, that, the fact that you're in a bubble doesn't mean you're not gonna catch COVID. Yeah, I mean, just because you're at home doesn't mean you're gonna catch it. But time's up, bro. Um, thank everybody for listening to the Sons of Legends. We done said it enough. I think you know where to reach everybody. Uh, we'll holler at you guys next week. And Sam Spade, we'll see you on your podcast. Mm-hmm.